Please tell us how did you come up with the idea of making the cold case and what motivated you to make this film? Well, uh, it began back in 2011 where I uh, came across a newspaper article telling about Jørgen um, Bjørkdal, uh, my sidekick in the film, about uh, how he was busy tracking down the remaining black witnesses to the uh, crash which uh, uh, killed Dag uh, Hammarskjöld back in 1961. And I, I thought this is very interesting because these witnesses tell a very different story from the official version, which is that Dag Hammarskjöld uh, was killed uh, due to pilot error. And um, I invited Jørgen to Denmark to meet with me and um, I was happy to, uh, to discover that he was the exact opposite of a conspiracy theorist. He is very clear-minded, very skeptical, um, also very uh, Swedish. Um, he also has a very gentle side to, to him, which I appreciate. And um, he told me about his work and about the metal plate with the small holes in it. And that quickly made me realize that there must be a film in this. Uh, also because I appreciate the, you know, the idea of uh, two middle-aged Scandinavian men embarking on a quest to prove that the UN Secretary General was the victim of a conspiracy to kill him is, um, um, you know, there's an absurdity in it which, which I like. Uh, the stakes are very high and uh, it is somehow, you know, um, bound to fail. Um, and uh, that is how it began. How did you come up with the idea of using the secretary in the film? It was a very interesting way to communicate different issues of the story with the audience. I quickly realized that there would be a lot of narration in the film if I were to make any sense of the of uh, of, of of the story and uh, and also you know um, to, to keep the film as short as possible, a lot of narration would be needed. So I was looking for a, a contraption, a device, which would uh, make the narration more cinematic, uh, more uh, appealing and entertaining, um, which led me to the idea with the secretaries. But that also had to do with, you know, I realized I was working on a film totally devoid of, um, of women, and furthermore, also lacking um, black Africans as, as characters with agency of their own. And um, I thought if I could, you know, work on the script for the narration together with the secretaries and then asking them, you know, I told them before shooting the scenes, please ask me whatever questions which comes to mind as we go along. Please feel free to comment. And um, thus they began asking these uh, very, you know, brilliant, funny, intelligent questions. And by doing so, they are, you know, in a way becoming the avatars of the audience. Um, and that, you know, that in many ways was defining for the structure of the film. And um, furthermore, you know, it's a film which walks a tightrope between fact and fiction and uh, um, the um, uh, you know the scenes with the secretaries helps to uh, emphasize and elaborate on that um, you know uh, defining quality about the film um, 
it's it's like the film in some ways is like a meditation on on history, on journalism, on conspiracy theory, uh, on the idea about you know looking for truth, uh, finding truth, and so on. How did you go about having different witnesses come in front of your camera and talk to your audience? Well, you know, it, that was possible because because we worked on this film for such a long time. Uh, so it allowed us, you know, to uh, approach people in a very, you know, uh, careful, uh, non-aggressive manner, uh, you know, asking them to uh, think about taking part in the film and... Um, and we had time to, you know, um, to uh, look for uh, pre previously, you know, unknown witnesses, um, and um, and it basically, you know, doing a, a lot of research, um, and um, and you know, uh, but. For example, you know, the main witness, Alexander Jones, it, him taking part in the film with his name and face and voice uh, as it is on screen, that came as a surprise to me because uh, he is, uh, he is uh, risking uh, a lot by being in that film. What was really shocking watching your film, finding out about the possibility of black African being injected HIV viruses under the cover of vaccination? Well, first of all, it's important for me to emphasize that, you know, these are, uh, you know, the film raises allegations about the possibility of a vaccination program, uh, a sinister vaccination program with the intent to infect black Africans with HIV virus. Uh, but a lot of investigation is needed before we can say anything decisive if that is if that actually happened. What we do know is that we have at least two people who we learn about in the film, Alexander Jones and a woman uh, who was uh, murdered named uh, Doug McPhail. Uh, both of them took part in, um, they were members of this sinister uh, underground militia named the South African Maritime Research Institute. They had the experience of taking part in a program um, as suggested in the film. Um, and we also learn about how the commander of this militia was running a number of clinics in the uh, black townships uh, in the vicinity of Johannesburg, where he was experimenting on black people, um, not being a, a, a doctor by, by training. Uh, we have a witness who saw him giving uh, his patients uh, injections. And then we also have his uh, strategy papers, which talks about using HIV as a biological weapon to wage warfare on uh, black people. And the point being to uh, radically alter the demographics of South Africa. Uh, that is what we know today, but a lot more investigation is needed before we can say anything decisive. In my mind, and that is why it is in the film, you know, planning for um, what is in essence a black holocaust, discussing it, writing about it, and in some ways, maybe also acting out, in itself constitutes a crime and uh, needs to be, you know, brought to the uh, attention of uh, of uh, of the public. Um, 
quite early on, I learned about how Maxwell was obsessed with HIV and AIDS and, and wrote extensively about that. Uh, I was very... Um, I had, you know, concerns if that should be in the film or not, because I thought it would risk, you know, totally derailing the film. Um, but that was also because at that point in time, I thought Maxwell was possibly the only member of this underground militia, and that it was possibly, you know, a piece of fiction fabricated by Maxwell himself. But later on, I realized that there were um, other members of Saima, and... Um, that Maxwell was not the, you know, buffoonish conspiracy clown, which I thought him to be in the beginning. Has anyone from United Nations been able to see your film? Well, we have screened the film to uh, people from the United Nations who are uh, working on a new investigation of uh, the killing of Dark Hammarskjöld. Uh, we also facilitated a meeting between uh, the UN and Alexander Jones. Um, And um, so our findings will have been made av available to uh, the United Nations. That, that is important, I think. Um, in general, the film has received uh, um, very nice uh, reviews and, and, uh, and a lot of, you know, uh, support and uh, applause from, uh, from uh, audiences. Uh, there have been some criticism um, leveled against the film from um, the New York Times wrote a story about how they have their doubts about uh, the credibility of Alexander Jones um, and uh, that that they are you know perfectly in their, their right to have these doubts um, I, I do uh, believe that he should be taken seriously because he is risking a lot by uh, by spilling the beans Um, and so far, what we have been able to corroborate, you know, uh, of, of, of what he says, although some of it is very sensational and extraordinary, seems to uh, check out. Um, and, but, you know, and that is also something we emphasize in the film. He does not offer any documentation as such. He do, he do not have any documents, pictures, personal effects, which... Um, uh, you know, um, corroborates what he what he claims to be true.